0: Welcome back to BeckQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Folks, check out BetQL Network Football Sundays. They are back. We're blessing you with 14 hours of live NFL coverage presented by BetMGM every Sunday, starting at 8 a.m. Eastern throughout the season. Get pregame analysis on BetMGM Game Day, and you better you bet countdown to kickoff. In-game betting opportunities, post-game breakdowns on Inside the Betting Lines. Listen wherever you go on the Odyssey app and interact with our hosts anytime on twitch.tv at Beckuel. Do not lose out. Uh, we'll get to John Daigle in just a bit, but uh, Aaron, how about we get back to the games here? Uh, Panthers and Falcons, uh, that looks to be an intriguing matchup. Uh, Panthers are just three and a three and a half point underdogs on the road in Atlanta. Obviously, the hype is swirling around uh, Bijan Robinson and what this rushing attack is going to look like. Yet at the same time, I would make some argu- arguments that this Carolina defense could be underrated. What say you with a total of 39.5, by the way?
1: Hmm. This is one that I don't have a strong opinion on. I do think that Bryce Young should be impressive. I'm just not sure it'll be week one. Maybe it takes him a little bit of time. I I don't know. I think, you know, with the running attack with Bijan John Robinson, I think he might be the star of this game. Might look at some props for him. Desmond Ritter is a running quarterback, too. You could maybe even look at some props for him. I think this is probably a Falcon spot. Maybe, like, slightly more than a field goal. I'm not betting this one. It's not one of my favorite games, to be honest. But if anything, I'll probably look at some Bijan Robinson props. I
0: like the Panthers in this one. I think the hook uh, makes all the difference here. And that that's, to me, uh, really important because I, I look at this Panthers defense – adding Von Bell I think is a real difference maker and something where you know you get a defensive back and you go well why does this matter in terms of the rushing attack well he's got a lot of hustle stops so he's certainly tracking down the ball carrier from wherever he is on the field so that to me is a big deal and also one of those things Aaron where we see this all the time where you know how the division leader or the second team in the division is sort of game planning so you go okay who can we sign who's best equipped to slow this down or stop it altogether? And I think Von Bell with this, with this uh, Falcons rushing attack, I, I think that mixes fairly well. I think the matchup is good for the Panthers, and so that matters. Brian Burns uh, up front was among the league leaders in quarterback pressures. And the biggest argument when it comes to Atlanta is, okay, Desmond Ritter needs to at least be average. I don't know if he can be average. That that's a big question and a bit of a leap for me against a rookie quarterback, Burns, though. That just means that it's a low-scoring game. Um, but I mean, Bryce Young isn't—he's the number one overall pick for a reason, and, you know, and yeah, this is a he's the most NFL game. ready.
1: But he yeah. hasn't played yeah. in the NFL either. We don't know what we're going to get from Bryce Young. You know, I mean, I I think this is kind of an evenly matched game. I don't, yeah, I don't
0: know. Well, and if it is, then give me the hook. And it's just that simple. Or give like you the underdogs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like if it is that close, if you were to create power ratings for both of them, then why not just take the hook? And I think that's kind of how I'm looking at it, is that defensively, I think Carolina poses some real problems for what the Falcons want to do here. I don't have a play on Bijan Robinson, at least yet. He's going to have some monster performances. I think that's fairly safe to say. But I don't know if it's going to be this one. And again, what is Desmond Ritter? I I just don't know yet. And I I have a little bit of pessimism that he can at least be average. So I look at this. I'm backing Panthers uh, plus three and a half here.
1: I, I mean, I like Desmond Ritter for first quarterback bench. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I do think B. John Robinson will run all over this team. The Panthers allowed over 2,000 rushing yards last season. You look at B. John Robinson's rush yards prop, and it's all over the place. 66 and a half is the best number, but some books even have it up to 70 and a half. 65 and a half, actually, I'm seeing at one book. So, yeah, it's all over the place. Nobody knows exactly what to expect, but you've got to think with Desmond Ritter as your quarterback, and you've got yeah. Bijan Robinson on your team, that guy's getting some carries and running the ball.
0: I wonder, too, that – how do I put this? It, the whole Jameer Gibbs thing. Like, he didn't play as much as perhaps we were expecting, you know, especially from a first-round draft pick. We thought, okay, you know, there's all this hype swirling around him, things like that. Does that mean that Bijan Robinson, yeah, he's a running back and he's a pure running back, fine. But I do wonder, when you've got other backs like Tyler Algier, for instance, and whatever Cordero Patterson is supposed to be for the Falcons, what was it? Like, he had this unique designation that, like, good, you good know, point. football fans didn't know. Like, the position he plays is J or something like that. It's like, what does that even mean? Um, but I do wonder if this is a deal where they – sort of distribute the carries a little bit more than maybe we're expecting
1: that's gonna be the big Tyler question or... for me I don't yeah know. i want to see what a algiers rush prop is because that's a good point because if it's a lot lower and there's a bit of an overreaction he's not even listed
0: it's hmm. Hmm. interesting
1: so there's that <laughs> yeah right
0: i <laughs> yeah, I see uh Bijan and that's it. Yeah, Bet and GM is just yeah. seven and a half. So
1: I even I, checked bet stamp. There's no bets on him on Algiers, so I was oh, like, what good. is going on? <laughs> I, but that's just Happy it. Though. Friday. Like,
0: I, I don't think it's just like all right, Bijan John Robinson's gonna get 40 carries in this first game. Like, I don't know if that's accurate. Like, I wonder if you ease him into this, and you know, especially a game against Carolina where yeah, it's a divisional foe. But you're not talking about, you know, this sort of must-win – well, I mean, it's a divisional game. But it's not like you're playing above your heads or something, like against the Saints, where you do need him to have a ton of carries and maybe the matchup is is fortuitous there. I I don't know. I I could see him sort of being used a little bit more cautiously just because he's a rookie. Maybe not as much as we're anticipating. But, you know, I could be dead wrong – Maybe he's ready and set to go and then he will get his thirty plus carries. But at this point, I do think there are other backs they can go to just to kind of yeah. alleviate the pressure and ease him into this.
1: No, I'm with you. And Algier is definitely a serviceable back. So I, I'm not I'm curious. Maybe it's just a situation where they don't want the books don't want to lose money. And so they just didn't post it. And they think the public will just hammer everything Bijan Robinson. No oh, clue what's going on there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, How about we move on to uh, Dolphins and Chargers? This is a humongous one uh, in the late afternoon window. Chargers, three-point favorites. I think this is the highest total of the week, or or, of Sunday at least, uh, of 51. Uh, No juice either way there, so that's going to be fun. Uh, It's indoors at SoFi Stadium, and you've got two incredible offenses with some great receivers. And some promises, at least on one side, where they're going to air the ball out just a little bit more. So this does feel like that the, that the higher total is appropriate. And maybe there are arguments to go over 51. What say you for spread or total?
1: Gosh, I, I've been thinking this is Dolphins a plus three, you know, you've got a healthy Tua, you've got a really great roster. Uh, Last year, the Dolphins lost to the Chargers, and Mike McDaniel was like dragged for some of the decisions, not committing to the run and continuing to make passes over the middle. So you think there might be some adjustments. I was wondering, will this be a Raheem Mostert game or will Mike McDaniel not listen to the criticism? But I was reading last night and doing some research and Mike McDaniel has said off all off season that they will be more committed to the run. I kind of feel like I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, but I was interested in uh, Raheem Moster over 83 and a half rushing plus receiving. I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger on it, but uh, I was looking at his, his props thinking maybe he'll be more involved. Uh, but this is just an interesting one. I cannot, From a fan perspective, cannot wait to watch this. I lean Dolphins plus three here.
0: I think even if you just do Raheem Mostert rushing, I think you're good here. Just because Mm -hmm. the Chargers defense was so bad stopping the run, especially, uh, I believe, outside runs, if I'm not mistaken, it's just pitiful. So, yeah, Miami should commit to the run a little bit more because it's a favorable matchup. And you still can sort of force the Chargers to play that especially with, uh, you know, most are potentially going off. And then you find your opportunities for deep shots to two of the better receivers out there. So that's going to be, uh, you know, truly exciting. And, you know, before getting back to this game, I, general philosophy here, Aaron, love to have your thoughts on this. So here we have the dolphins as three point underdogs. And I think both of us feel like that there's value on the money line here, but, Why not just use an alternate spread and say, like, Dolphins minus two and a half? So you're not going through three, and you potentially get a bigger payout here. And I know that the Lions, you know, they won by one, so, you know, proceed cautiously. But because three is such an important number in the NFL, I wonder if you are taking a dog, if an alternate spread just makes more sense, especially in a game like this where – Yeah, maybe you get some two-point conversions and fourth down attempts and things like that where the score gets a little unusual, but it's a bigger payout. You're going from, you know, roughly plus 135 to plus 158, and you're not going through a key number.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. Something I did not think of, but I could definitely see some value in that. Um, Gosh, I wonder if the Dolphins could even pull off the upset. The thing for me that scares me just – You know, betting the Dolphins side here is we don't know what is this whole Kellen Moore thing going to do for Justin Herbert. I mean, obviously they wanted to snatch him up right away. All we've been hearing about is the deep ball and just how awesome this offense is going to look and that Kellen Moore is going to be able to get the most out of Justin Herbert. I'm excited to see it. I'm not really sure what to expect. Do we need to be looking at Keenan Allen props here?
0: Um, I'm not, I'm not looking at Keenan Allen props, but I give you one prop that I really like Justin Herbert to throw an interception at plus 135. (laughs) Okay. Um, and look, you know, I want to be, I want to be clear when it comes to, you know, thinking that maybe Justin Herbert will lead the league in interceptions or throw a lot more picks, things like that. That doesn't mean he's regressing. You can't just look at interceptions and say, okay, this quarterback is getting worse. I know it ends drives, but sometimes you overcome those interceptions with lengthy touchdowns, with deep shots Mm -hmm. that work out. You're just taking more risks. And look, if you're throwing a ball 50 yards downfield and it's an interception, how is that any different than a punt? Or just a yeah. stall drive and then you have to kick it away. Like, there is no difference. And so not all interceptions are created equal. So even if you are the interceptions leader, like Matt Stafford was a couple of years ago and he won the Super Bowl. True. So it's not necessarily True. a stat that says you stink or the offense is getting worse. It just means that you're, you know, you're intercepted more. And that's that's about the extent of it. You don't want them. But when I look at, say, what this Kellen Moore-led offense is going to look like, next-gen stats did the work so I didn't have to. Kellen Moore quarterbacks average 8.3 air yards per attempt. Last year, Herbert averaged 6.7 air yards per pass. 8.3 is a top 10 rate. 6.7 is near the bottom of the league. And you have Justin Herbert, who has this incredible arm. Why aren't you throwing it deep more often? I don't care that you're going to have more interceptions. And that may happen right away. And it's plus money. And that's just fine by me.
1: Mario saying Dolphins minus one is plus 140. What about Tua? We haven't really talked about him. Passing yards, pass attempts. I mean, you got to think how are the Chargers going to stop all of that speed? That the Dolphins have Raheem Mozart Jalen Waddle and oh by the way Tyreek Hill I mean the Chargers defense the secondary is gonna have their hands full
0: they absolutely are and that's just it is that the intermediate middle third part of the field 10 to 20 air yards that's that's the Dolphins bread and butter right get the crossing routes with Jalen Waddle have Tyreek Hill go deep things like that that, to me, is where things get really dangerous because not only are you defending the short passes, you got to defend deep passes with multiple receivers, and they could go off, whether it is a dump-off mm-hmm. or something or deep. That's, that's the scary part in all of this, is that even though the Chargers have clear deficiencies that they may or may not have, have addressed this offseason, the Dolphins are absolutely stacked. And if they're going to run the football, then that's just an added dimension that makes it even tougher.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah mario does the uh chargers podcast too so he would know most about how they're gonna stop this electric mm-hmm. dolphins offense it's gonna be interesting i do think there's got to be some uh especially early on with tua healthy everything clicking i like this Dolphins spot
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think, too, with uh, J.C. Jackson playing for the Chargers, like it'll make things interesting, but he might need some time to kind of ease back into it. Like, I like the Chargers making the playoffs, but that's also going to be a big deal. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. More Week 1 stuff, including the Broncos. What should we make of them with new head coach Sean Payton? That's right here on the BetQL Network.